welcome to the news now for April 20th. Maybe. Yeah. There uh, we go. With Jarek and Miss Jen today. The fun squad. Yeah. And Purfer. And Fur Fur. You can't and, forget Fur Fur. Yeah. <laughs> God, Mark, come on. Yeah, well, sorry. I wasn't here for the uh, pre production meeting, so. Hey, look yeah, at There's say. a cat in every single one of our screens. Oh, there <laughs> is. There is. Yeah. Huh. All different types of cats. And, and uh, cat too. oh, Miss Jen, you're wearing a, a Pikachu shirt. Yes, is I that, am. Is that in honor of the uh, anime having to be delayed, which I didn't know was still going on? I didn't know that was still a thing. Really? I did not know that was happening. No, I mean, it's, be it's being delayed, but I guess it's still... Has it been going since, like, 97 over there, or what? I think it has been, yeah. Wow. That's oh, a lot of... Uh, uh, but I guess Dragon Ball is still being produced, too, right? So that yeah. would be mm -hmm. number one. Then mm. One Piece has got, like, its bajillion yeah. episode. I would say One Piece is also like on episode 1,000 at this point. So, What's the synopsis of that one? What is One Piece about? Uh, it's a manga slash anime about uh, pirates wanting to become the Pirate Kings and the various drama that happens from there, including fighting other pirates. And they all have, a lot of them have like super weird powers, like uh, Luffy, who's the main character, can he has like rubber body, essentially, so he can stretch out and punch people from afar. He has a whole bunch of cool powers that come with that. It's... It's pretty creative how they keep on um, power ramping it further. I don't know. It's 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 cool. You think if you're like a thousand and one episodes, it'd be like, oh, cool, you can inflate now. But they actually do some really really cool like ideas with it. It's cool. It's cool. Does it have so many episodes because it's been around so long, or because they just produce a ton of episodes? Um, it's been around forever, as far as I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I've only ever seen one episode of Dragon Ball Z, the one where they uh, power up. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting ready to fight, too, right? Yeah, they're they're just powering up the entire episode. I think that's like 90% of the episodes, though, so... Hmm. I don't know how much I've actually missed. But I'm sure there's a story there. But it's just... That one's been around for so long, just time-wise and number of episode-wise, too. Um, so how are y'all doing? I am alive. Yeah, that's, good. that's all that matters. <laughs> Quarantined or what? Oh, uh, kind of. I mean, I'm working, so I got to go out and do that. Yeah. But um, for the most part, I try to stay home as often as I can. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you, Miss Jen? What you want to um, my husband and I try to go out for a really long walk on Sunday, which is what we've been doing kind of for fun. And uh, we made it to the end of the block uh, and before the deluge hit. So we, we basically just went out for a shower. We didn't realize that's what we were doing, though. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah that, was some, uh, that was some heavy rain. That It was uh, not, didn't rain as much as I thought it would, but uh, it was fairly consistent and quick for a while yesterday. Yeah, no, I, it was crazy the amount of rain we got. At least yeah. over my area. Yeah, I mean, that's Texas, though. And then it's probably going to be like 50 degrees in the morning or something. Who knows? Oh, yeah, totally. I haven't even looked. I don't know. I, I kind of wish it would just heat up 
to see if potentially uh, sunlight will make this thing uh, go away faster, but we'll see. I don't know. No one, no one knows. It's like the one time where we need that 95 degree Texas sun, it's nowhere to be found. Right. Okay. So here's your answer. Whether or not Pokemon's the uh, the longest running, it's like one of the longest running enemies out there. It is number 45 <laughs> on the list of uh, top 100. Dragon Ball wow. Z, at least, is um, right above it at 43. That's at 291 episodes, just for Dragon Ball Z. Um, the longest-running one, uh, which I don't think is fair, because it only has a runtime of 7 minutes, compared to, you know, uh, like about 24 minutes for the normal stuff, is at 7,701 and still going. It has been going since 1969. Yeah, Saze-san is the name of that one. So, there you go. Answers. Did that? I mean, does that did that one not ever make it over here? I don't think point? it did. Yeah, oh. I mean, it probably is now, but it probably wasn't a major, major player until you know, modern days like now. Wow. I'm trying so, yeah. to do the math. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that would necessarily have to be an episode a day, but something <laughs> along yeah. those lines. Well, if they're about seven minutes each. Let's say you yeah. do three in like a normal 24, 24 minute block plus commercials, so thirty minutes. I feel like it's a lot more... That's more possible. I mean, that is... Not even that. It's about 50 years. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of animation. Uh, speaking of seven minutes, have either of you tried Quibi yet? The new streaming service? No. There's, yeah. a new, there's another new one? Though, yeah, there's another new one. Um, they were designed by a guy who was trying to play off our deteriorating attention span. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they got all kinds of stars, and it, there's I think it launched with fifty shows. Oh, wow. uh, there's seven minutes each. They're designed to be played vertically or horizontally on your phone. However, because this happened, everyone's quarantined. No one is uh, really signing up for it because it will not play on your television. Hmm. Which seems like to be why would you do that category? Yeah. But I guess if they thought. This was their bread and butter. It was just people, you know, waiting in a doctor's office, knock out a seven-minute episode, uh, waiting for a meeting, knock out a seven-minute episode, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, kind of backfired on them right yeah, now. Yeah, when, like, when the world shuts down, not much they can do about that. Yeah, they, <laughs> that, that might be the reason why they're offering a uh, three-month free trial. Because, oh. Yeah, because, because you're going to have to wait uh, to actually utilize it in that setting because no one wants to watch their phone on their couch. No. A TV. I mean, if you're like quarantined with someone on the TV is being used, sure. But for the most part, you're going to want to stream it on your television. So, so could you stream it onto your phone and then also stream your phone to like an Apple TV? Like as an Apple user? Or is it just like we'll, we'll automatically connect it and be like, no. It'll have no sound. People, oh. people have tried every workaround and the CEO finally came out and said... Yeah, it's something we would have had, but we didn't know we needed to have it now. Like <laughs> it was something we were working on. Um, but yeah, it's short for uh, Quick Bites, so that's where they get the name. Mm. Quick. But it, we've been inundated with commercials ever since the Super Bowl. It's just like incessant. <laughs> All right, is uh, anyone else getting sick of the uh, the uh, the you know COVID nineteen? We're proud of you, essential worker commercials, or like we're here for you, America. Like I love when I see. Um, 
you know, like, here's a commercial for, you know, Toyotas. And it's like, oh, hey, in this time of ter- you know, trouble and need, we're there for you. Like, what am I going to do? Go out and buy a Toyota right now? <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm glad they're here for me. I'm going to go buy a truck. God, I can't stand it. It's getting oh. annoying. They always think they're essential workers, and I wish they would use the ad money just to pay them more. Right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But I don't know if, like, any of these fall under the PSA category where they don't have to buy network time to air them. Um, But, yeah, that's what I'm always thinking. Like, you spend the time and money to make the commercial, just pay the employees more instead. Yeah, I don't... That's why I don't watch live TV right now. Yeah. Here's another one. Awesome, thanks. Well, I get it. You're here for me, uh, A&W. Yeah, and, and those will also pop up on streaming services if you don't pay the uh, extra fee to skip commercials or like YouTube Premium, things like that. But uh, thanks, I, everyone's making commercials like that right now because because that's all they have to advertise. Right? And like I think it wasn't even like a week after the quarantine hit for most places, and it's like all of a sudden, here it is. We're proud yeah. of you, essential worker commercial. Like, man, they do not stop at all. No. Yeah. I had I an epiphany it. moment uh, yesterday when I was we were watching the most recent episode of Survivor, and it's mm. advertising like we're we're looking for contestants now. Send in your videos, whatever. I'm just thinking, like that would be kind of a sweet deal, right? You get to go and be on TV and be sequestered away from the world. So, mm. <laughs> how much? I was like, huh. Yeah, how much would it suck if like you were non-positive, you, like you you weren't showing symptoms for this, I and mean, you go and you're actually on Survivor? So you're really going to test all this, but let's forget about that. And like you actually somehow spread coronavirus to everyone else on the island? Do you just automatically win? I mean, you outwitted them, you outplayed them, and uh, you <laughs> might as well outlast them at that point. I uh, I don't think I, I don't think that anyone's going to want to participate in any kind of a Big Brother house type thing Ooh. not like that no like just <laughs> having to be you know, even even being paid for it just the idea of quarantine to be fair i think no no big brother would hit too too close to home for a lot of Mar- a lot of people right now why would i watch other people in their home the super big mansion home when i can just look at my own family and it's the exact same situation i am yelling at everybody i am causing drama i am i don't know it just does not seem like it would be a good good show right now I think the yeah. only one that makes sense right now is what was the name of that one where it was the dating show where they didn't get to see each other? They were just in rooms that were opposite each other and then they had to like choose someone based on their voice. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. I was blind. It was something. It was. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I don't know what's up with Netflix and all the uh, dating shows now. I guess they're just trying to fill that void from the networks. They're not the void, but they know that it's a tried and true formula. So you also need mm-hmm. the void of lonely people out there. So I mean, there's also that void to fill, and Netflix right. is capitalizing it real good. Yeah. So Tiger King is anyone seen the new episode? Is it out yet? Yes. Ooh. I love Joel McHale. I'm so excited. I didn't realize it was going to be his jam. I love Joel. Mm. Yeah, he's been like the Netflix uh, go-to for that. Uh, yeah. Any, anytime they have like a special or anything, and they gave him his own show for a little bit. I, I just it, don't. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know, live on Wednesdays, then you could watch him whenever. But it was once a week. I don't think it really took off. A lot of people I'm finding out do not like his acerbic humor, which is what 
I've always liked about him ever since the soup days. So I don't really understand. Maybe they're jealous that they're not as pretty as him. That's I mean, what it is. Uh, I have actually yet to watch that episode. Is there anything of note in there? A lot of background information. He does basically interviews one-on-one with all of the main characters. There's oh. really no love from any of them for Joe. <laughs> One thing I noticed, I thought, oh, surely someone's going to be like, ah, he's still my man. But nope, that's not true. Hey, at least not Carol Baskins. No. <laughs> she was not interviewed, I noticed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, she already said she's not participating in this anymore. So she probably didn't know what this was until it already happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, she, I think. Uh, she, what really is, she's at home. And she's like, damn, they're so close. They kind of know now. How did it, how did, how was it, why was it so obvious that I killed my husband? And then I also just like, Carol. It's the comment about, you know, oiling you know them up. You can't put clone on them, Carol. Come on, please. But, Karen's yeah. current husband probably does not go near the tiger cages. Yeah. Uh, was there any justice for the animals in this? Did they talk about that at all? Um, it's interesting because they really did do it live, like right now. So they talked a lot about being about, you know, what it was like. The zoos closed, of course, because of COVID. So it's like it felt very surreal because it was it was not them recording it and then playing it later when you're like, going, oh, it's, it's made it past it or before it. It was like right now, which is kind yeah. of interesting to see them dealing with having to still make sure that the all those animals are taken care of. But uh but the zoo's not open. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I, I just wonder what Netflix's follow-up is going to be, because obviously that probably was not planned to produce another episode of this, but because it just took off, just on fire like it did, they pre- pretty much were forced to. So I, I don't know if they're going to plan a season two or who would be involved or what, or if they're just going to go in a totally different direction. You got the show. The actual show's coming out here. <laughs> That's the next step for Tiger King. Yeah, but I don't know on what uh, what the format or what the provider or what what it's going to be on because the show that was already struck a deal um, where Kate McKinnon's playing Carol Baskins that was like last year. Yeah, and it was never, it never started production, and also I think that was like going to be a drama, and I don't think you can make a drama out of this now. No, no, it has to be like a super surreal, knows what it is kind of comedy. Almost like The Office. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what I'm about? Sold. Did you ever see the uh, the Lifetime movie with I think it was with Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell, where it was a comedy, but it was done as if it were a serious Lifetime movie. No. That that's the kind of surrealness that they're going to be. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that was from that was from two or three years ago. It was very tongue in cheek, but they never really broke character. Like they treated it as like a crazy lifetime movie. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot of news, but we'll go through uh, some of it and then we'll just kind of get to a uh, comics probably earlier than normal. But um, yeah. So <coughs> one Corona. thing, one one thing that happens, one thing that happens whenever there's nothing going on is that people have to find news. And so this first news is probably non-news, but it's uh, James Gunn is not going to do Guardians of the Galaxy 4. 
Okay. Yeah, but Wait, like, did we know we were supposed to have a Guardians of the Galaxy four? Uh, no, it was just something like he said to a fan, and people ran with it. But he never expected it to be more than a trilogy. And honestly, like it's been so up and down with, you know, he was fired from there and then hired to Suicide Squad and then rehired back to both of them. He's got to finish Suicide Squad first before he goes back to actually getting underway with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So yeah. he probably, I don't think he's ever even thought about doing a fourth one. Um, but he always planned it for a trilogy. Uh n- would would either of you even think the way it's going now that it would ever need a fourth movie? Yeah. At least the current rendition of them? No. I kind of like what they do now, which is like, you may have one that's named, you know, Captain America, but you also have other characters show up from other parts of the franchise. So it's not really a pure movie from one of the others. So I don't understand why they would need to have, you know, go beyond number three. They just stick those characters in someone else's movie and yeah. move along. Hell, Hulk it. We're like, he doesn't have his own official movie. And then just like, cool. Here's, you know, Star-Lord in Spider-Man 4. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I think, I, I would rather just see more teams get in there because they're going to have to revisit the Inhumans at some point. Yeah. Fantastic Four coming at some point. Uh, I'm excited for the Eternals. That's obviously delayed a lot, but... Uh, I'm not familiar with them, so I would rather yeah. get the new blood in there. And uh, I would assume at some point they're going to have so many characters. I mean, hundreds to the point where it's just inevitable that Galactus pops up. And it's not a cloud. I don't want right. him out again like in the Rise of the Silver Surfer. That was yeah. probably the most disappointing moment in a comic movie is just him being a cloud. Yeah. Like a literal... I'm really hoping for is it for in the internal when we get to the Eternals. I'm hoping they do something that looks very Kirby, because all of his kind of like monster things were all very squared off. You can you know a Kirby monster when you see it. So yeah. I hope they I hope they do some homage somehow to him in that movie. Yeah. Uh, from like a design perspective. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, How about this? Yeah. Eight bit Galacticus. There we I, go. I would like an, I would like a, an eight an eight bit Fing Fing Foom. I think that'd be a good one. Oh, there you go. Ooh, Fing Fing Foom. Eight bit dragon. At some point, those two characters they're gonna have the technology to get them right on screen. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're close, honestly. Like, yeah. Looking at like, I mean, it's it's amazing what you can do with CGI nowadays. And I think honestly, any day now, if they wanted if they wanted to throw either of them in. Sold. I wouldn't care. <laughs> who would you? Who good. would you voice Fing Fang Foom? Who would you choose to voice him? Oh. Not Sean Connery. No. No. no more yeah. Idris Elba. I don't know. I'm just throwing out. Oh, that'd be no. That'd be a good one. I yeah. I'd like that. Uh, he yeah. That he's got a great voice, and um, you can get away with that because I mean he's been. Uh, what was this character's name in Thor? I'm forgetting now, but uh, Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah. Um, but yeah, he could get a, he could do the voice, and that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. Uh, I had a question down like, would you welcome another director into Guardians of the Galaxy? And it's like, sure, but why? Like, th- there's just no reason for number four. I don't see unless 
something so crazy happens, but if something crazy happens, it's inevitably to expand the universe. So you might as well just go to something else. Totally. Don't, you know, don't milk it for all it has. Like be happy that it ends in a good way and just go. But it is Disney we're talking about, so they're gonna they're gonna milk it for all that's worth, and we will have a fourth one, which will be terrible, and then everyone will be like, oh, there is no fourth Guardians, and we'll be right back in the situation. Yeah, but at this point, that'll be in like 2031. So true. Be so much other stuff before it. Um, speaking of stuff getting pushed back to 2031, uh, Batman October 2021. That wasn't 31 at all. Um, no, but DC moved around all their stuff. Shazam number two moved all the way to November 4th, 2022. And uh, in the category of being surprised that stuff still exists. They still have a date for the Flash movie. I thought right. that movie was supposed to come out like years ago. I just yeah, like, ah. I could have sworn that was like canceled. And and they actually moved that up. It was supposed to be July 2022, and they moved it to June 2022. Like that doesn't matter, but I just didn't know that that was still a thing. <laughs> they just want to be like, hey, in this time of trouble and you know, on 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 the unknown, really, what's going on here? We have at least one comfort for you: the Flash. June instead of July. You're welcome. <laughs> Maybe they did it, but um, I would assume that's still with Ezra Miller. But I mean, they really have not said anything yeah. about this movie in two years. Yeah, it'd be cool them doing a Flash movie because they really have never addressed kind of his like what happened to his mom and his trying to speed force fix it. And th- there's a lot of complexity to that character. I don't think they really dealt with. No. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool to have someone other than Ezra Miller play him, though. I wasn't a fan. I, yeah, I mean, as far as I know, he's still he's still doing. It. I mean, he's not bad. But I just wasn't a fan of his of him. And I don't know. It's just personal. <laughs> um, but that was one of the more likable things in the movie. So yeah, you thought about yeah. the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I actually just rewatched that recently. I do. I, I think one of my favorite moments is. Um, can we do spoilers? Has it been long enough? I mean. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Uh, in the fight against Superman, uh, when like the Flash is doing his quick like runaround, and then you just, it, 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 it swaps back over to Superman, and he's just sitting there like, "Hey," and it's like, "Oh, oh no!" And that's when the kid gloves get thrown off, and they get that everyone gets just destroyed. It was good. Yeah. I like it. That's one of my favorite moments. This has been uh, in my corner with Eric. You're welcome. Back to the normal show, Mark. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I do enjoy the Flash. Uh, I hope that the story is kind of fluent. Like the thing with the show is, is it tackled all that stuff early on, and then it just gets in. When you get too far into the speed force, you just get repetitive. Yeah. That's what it is. It cycles. So I don't know what what storyline they would bring up in the movie. I just I was genuinely surprised that that's still a thing. Yeah, I thought that had got. Yeah. Taken. It, it just kind of shows you that DC. Hasn't really had a firm plan. I mean, I, I think they thought about taking some of that stuff away, and then they just put it back. They're like, whatever. Like, oh, there people, I guess, like it. Might as well keep on going. Yeah. I just want to see more Wonder Woman, but, you know, that got pushed back till yeah. late fall, too. So, um, Now, last week, I had talked about James Gunn, you know, posing that question on Twitter about which sequels are better than the originals. Um, this time is nothing that in depth, but he did list 47 action films to kind of watch during quarantine. And, uh, there's, there's only a couple I haven't seen, but, uh, Miss Jen, what's your favorite action film? Uh, favorite action film. 
Oh, there's so many. I'll just say Demolition Man right now. I thought you were going to say John Wick, like hands down, <laughs> or like the John Wick series. Well, okay, um, that's <laughs> that is good. Oh, but but I will say that it is crazy that uh, Demolition Man existed. That was a that was a crazy movie. So crazy. Yeah, and Jarek, what about you? Action film. Um, question. Uh, yeah. would you put, um, hmm. no, I'm not going to see that one. It's not it. Uh, rescind the question, actually. I'm going to go with, uh, Predator? Yeah, I'm going to go with the first Predator movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking yeah. to see if that made I don't know. That's just like... the list, but, uh, he does not have that on here. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Is, um, First Blood on there? Because that should be, that should be on there if it's not. If it's not, I just I, I completely disagree with this list already. It's not. I'm what? what? I, I I mean I can read. I'll, I'll read like the first few. It's uh, Kung Fu Hustle, which is an awesome. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, the where, Matrix, we re- uh, where where are we reading from? Top or bottom? This is just the, he in the just, middle. He just typed these out. All the dates are mixed up. Everything's mixed up. So okay, so it's not in like any particular order. Yeah, but I do notice, um, like, he had Magnum Force on his list about, you know, sequels being better. So some of these are probably stuff he's already mentioned in, in the sequels being better. But uh, Born Ultimatum, Die yep. Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. Edge of Tomorrow, which everyone... And that just lived, I repeat. Um, yep. We talked about that several times. Mark, have uh, you seen that yet? No, I have not. Oh, my God, you had all this time. Yeah, I know. Disappointing. Yeah. It's just it just seemed like the uh groundhog day of action films and I wasn't interested. But it's so much more than this, Mark. You need to watch this movie. Uh okay, this next one I have not heard of. JSA, uh and not not the JSA we think of. Uh Joint Security Area. <laughs> I've never heard of that. From two thousand. Oh, it's one of those kind of movies. Yeah. It's um, terrible, but in a good way. Elite Squad, The Enemy Within. I know about that one because in Narco Season 1 and 2, Wagner Mora plays um, the lead, and he's awesome in that. So I looked up his other bibliography because um, he plays Pablo Escobar in the, the Netflix series. And uh, so I have looked up Elite Squad. Uh, Lady Vengeance, never heard of that. I don't know. Um, Atomic Blonde, is that on that list? Because it should be. It should be. That uh, is a fantastic it's, film. It's not. Oh, what? If Skyfall's not on there, I give up. I don't know. I think... Um, it would be Skyfall's 007 good. Skyfall? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what he was doing. I mean, because those are two kind of... No- well, I mean, Predator's like a no-brainer. Unless, unless Predator yeah. would be like sci-fi or something. Yeah, I bet you he's Might like be too sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> In that regard, then, would Terminator, would, like, T2 be on this list? Or is that too sci-fi? I probably, well, th- that would definitely be too sci-fi if Predator was, I think. Yeah, because, like, if we're talking, like, just awesome action films, T2 totally beats Terminator 1, hands down. But, like, oh, that should be on this list if it isn't. I'm going to write a personal message to James Gunn and be like, hey, I think your lists are terrible. Please redo them. Here's my list. For reference, obviously. He does have Thunderball on there, so maybe... Oh, okay. That's a good one. 
maybe there was only one 007 movie or something. Maybe he had a he had a secret rule. He's forgiven. Oh, uh, yeah. I think at that point on there. Yeah. But it, then it's like Mission Impossible, Fallout, Bullet, North by Northwest, The Yellow Sea, The Raid oh, Redemption, yeah. which is one of my favorites ever. Um, Hero, Night Watch, Crouching Tiger, Heroic Trio, French Connection, Robocop, The Killer. Wait, which Robocop? Robocop. Like which one? The new one or like the remake or the no, original? 87. Sorry, 87. Okay, making sure because yeah. they're both real. The only one, though, does have you know SLJ going. You got to get this robot checked out. That's great. I love the way he's this robot. Yeah. I I don't remember much about RoboCop 2. And there is a RoboCop 2. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, and, and I never saw the... Uh, I haven't seen the new one, the remake. It's pretty good. Does it, have, does it add to the uh, story? I mean, I guess I, I assume all it's the uh, effects are better. It's a so much better effects. Um it's RoboCop. That's all I'm going to say. It's not like it's, you know, groundbreaking. It's not like um, we find out that actually, um, you know, robots are 100% sentient. They have feelings. Um, and by fusing man and machine, we have somehow upset the balance. And now there's this new world-ending power coming our way. No, it's it's literally a RoboCop. Only it's modern day. And Samuel Jackson is in it as the villain. That's all we need. And, and there's some, there's some, there are some movies on this list that are too heavy. Like I like mm. light, not not light action, but I like action comedy. Uh, action comedy is good, but also just action that just doesn't feel dire. Like some of these are like dystopian, like Old Boy and Battle oh. Royale. Yeah, those are just too the the too much of a letdown. Yeah, would Taken be too much for this list? Do you think for you personally? Um. No, I don't think so. It's on. It's on the list. But, okay. Yeah, so I, I feel. Um, back to my corner. We're back to my segment now. Yeah. Um, I feel like AMC has nothing else going on for scheduling after like I don't know nine o'clock, because I swear every night, Taken is being played at like eight o'clock, and it runs until ten. In which place they play Taken two, and then we go to our regular scheduling broadcast back in the morning, and just alternates those two at night. When I was at Gamma, um, it's like, cool, I've had a long day. I'm going to sit in my bed. I'm going to watch some TV and pass out. Um, every night I was there, I, I swear I had the chance to watch Taken again on AMC. And it's like, guys, it's a good movie, but we don't need to watch it every day of the week. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But it's just so weird. It's so weird. You have so many, so much better things you can play during the week, too, but you're just going to keep playing Taken. And that's my corner. Thanks for showing up again. No problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I I wonder if Liam Neeson is ever at home and sees, like, oh, they're showing this movie again. And he <laughs> just calls random people and answers the phone, like, like his character. Oh, there you go. If there, if there was a way for him to know that they were watching AMC, I would totally do that. Liam Neeson's at home, he's like flipping through channels and all of a sudden it's like, oh cool, there's Mission Impossible 1, I'll totally skip, we got this going on, AMC's playing Taken, well, well alright then. And he just sits there and watches. Would you have a problem watching a movie of yourself? Um, so like an people, actual film? I, I wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah. It's Jen? Oh no, I, I 
I, I find it very entertaining to laugh at myself. <laughs> so at what point would it be too too many times to watch yourself in a movie? At what point? Um, yeah, like at what point do you cross that line from being, okay. So, I don't know, do you like the movie in general? <laughs> well, I mean, let's say you're proud of what you're doing, obviously. Um, yeah, let's say you like what you're doing. Yeah, you're proud of the work you put in. At what point do you start being like, maybe I'll stop watching this? For me, it's after halfway through the first one. You think so? I don't yeah. know. Maybe I seven. Do not three. like watching this. Seventy-three. Seventy-three for Mark. Perfect. Yeah. Very exact. I like it. Not, not all at once, but just because you got to figure like actors that they reach a certain point in their career and they go to screenings of films. Yeah. Like before the before all this, Paul Rubens was doing the big, you know, Pee Wee's thirty-fifth anniversary. And he was yep. going to all these small theaters and, and watching the film and then doing a Q&A. So I, I don't know. I mean, if you're proud of the movie, I don't know if you would get tired of it. True. Or maybe you would just go back in the green room for an hour and a half. Who knows? At what point do you just turn your seat around and you watch everyone else watch you watch the film? Oh, after I would say after the second time. Okay. So it would be yeah. like Margot Robbie in, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood going to the movie theater to watch herself the movie that she's not in, but also watching everyone else like look at the jokes. Right. Cool. Making sure. I like that. I like that scene. It's a good movie. It's a good scene in general. There's uh, nothing wrong yeah. with it. And they said that was based off of uh, what Quentin Tarantino did when his first movie came out. <laughs> Put his bare feet up on the seat in front of him and looked at everyone else laughed at his jokes. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah, Ugh. probably. Um. Ugh. Yeah, but a lot of, I mean, check that out on Twitter. James Gunn, he tweeted this out. 47 different films. Too many to go all, over all of them, but a lot of ones, um, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen or even heard of, but yeah. Nice. Lot, lots of different options for people who need movies to watch right now. Um, Miss Jen, J.J. Abrams is producing three shows for the upcoming HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had told me about this. One of them is going to be Overlook, which is a Shining mm-hmm. Uh And then another is going to be a Justice League dark show, which I'm super excited about. Have you heard anything about those two shows? All I know is that they announced the Justice League dark this last week. And then all of my Justice League bar- dark uh, comics online were purchased. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jarek, did you get a chance to watch Swamp Thing on the WB? No, I. Um, it's one of my, it's one of the multiple ones I don't have uh, for streaming services. So, I've heard good things about Swamp Thing though. Swamp Thing. Yeah, on, on the DC Universe, it was it's one of the better shows, but it stopped. So I'm hoping they mm. just come right over to this, and I'm hoping that they have Matt Ryan as Constantine also. That'd be nice. I think he's. I, I do like Matt Ryan as Constantine, so I would love to see that happen more. Do you think yeah. they'll have a Zatanna? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Um, That'd be good. When, when they did the animated movie, she was in there. So Yeah, yeah. She's big in the animated stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, this they need to. I mean, this is the time to do it. If they're not going to give her own film, I mean, you might as well bring her to TV finally. She's been in, you know, bits and pieces. And, of course, like rep- she was real, well represented in the Justice League cartoon. Yeah, um, not very much. Batman anime series, but just not as much. 
she's definitely a character that could carry anything. So um, I'm interested in this Overlook show. I don't know what that's going to be. Because, I mean, I saw the um, sequel, The Shining, and that was pretty cool. Doctor Sleep, for those of you who don't know it. Doctor Sleep, yeah. Thank you. Um, Pretty grim, though. Pretty grim movie. Definitely not an upcoming film. It's a modern Stephen King book slash movie, so it's going to be grimmer than it usually is. Yeah. Yeah. He just loves he loves all that stuff. It also mentioned another. I can't remember the name of it. But there was another thing that he was also developing for them, but it was uh, not based on another property. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of it now, but it wasn't associated with anything else, and there weren't any details on it. So, do we know if it's going through? Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, go ahead. Do we know if it's going through like the company, uh, his company, Bad Robot, or is it like he's working? With other people, like yeah, that's that's my question. Do we know anything about that, or is it just we have this news that is happening? I'm sure it's probably co-produced. Yeah, and then uh, going out through HBO Max. Okay, I was just so, curious. I mean, I hope so because Bad Robot has a great track record. So it really does. So, eh, who knows? Um, and Miss Jen, do you want to kick us off with any uh, comics news or just sort of the state of the industry right now? Well, so lots of big things happened this last week. Um, DC announced that they were going to start looking at d- distribution from a couple different sources. So um, that weren't Diamond because Diamond wasn't ready to come back up yet. So they announced two different distributors that uh, retailers could use if they were ready and wanted to have books. And uh, everyone either signed up with them or didn't. And uh, so those books roll out uh, this next week. So there'll be some, and they're not any of the main titles. So uh, you don't feel guilty if your local comic shops can't be open and uh, to do those. They're not the big titles. So they're mm-hmm. just the, the run-of-the-mill lines. They're, they're, they're actually holding off on things like Batman 92. They're not going to put that out until June, I don't think. So... Um, so those were kind of like, they caused a lot of controversy because uh, those two distribution houses actually are the two big comic book companies out there. So people would have probably rather had them be independent, not related to direct competitors, but hey, we get books. So <laughs> Is it just because, is it mostly because the infrastructure was already set up to go that way if Diamond wasn't able to do it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was just the easiest possible transition for everybody so mm-hmm. but i understand everyone it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth but uh, i guess that's just because it was going one way and then you're kind of forced to go another way and like you said a lot of places are going to have different shutdown restrictions so um yeah. probably wise to start off with um books that aren't batman they, they announced batman's being pushed back till june so Hopefully by then more people will be able to get in on that. Um, a little bit more of a return to normalcy, but they haven't really now. Has anything come out on Marvel's end of things? Has Marvel announced anything like this? No, they've been so they have been sending emails to stores and asking first, kind of like and talking to us on social media, asking us what date if they were going to move forward and do a slow rollout what's the earliest date we would like to see books? They've actually been 
hard hitting that, especially today, trying to get actual dates from everybody. So I'm sure they're going to take everybody's dates and try to figure out what the what the mean is for, <laughs> for, for all of that data and try to aim for that. Because they got to start FOCing yeah. soon if they're going to, because FOC usually happens three weeks out. So the, if the yeah. earliest date that everyone's saying is three weeks out, they got to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm just thinking, like, how would anyone know when the earliest they can take books is? Is it basically just what they feel? Because I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got people like you know we're 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 living in an area where we can do curbside delivery and we can mail right. and all those other things. So if they roll out comic books tomorrow, I'm okay. But there's yeah. lots of places like San Francisco and just Florida and New York. They can't go anywhere in near their store. So I guess they're going to have them you know sent to their house and they have all the shipping supplies to send it out from their house. Then they don't want comic books, and I understand that, but. We got to figure out a way to have comics flow somehow. Yeah. As a, like, we can't wait for like a hard date for everybody as much as everybody wants that. Otherwise, we're going to be waiting until like July, and there won't be a comic industry to make b- comic books by then. No. no. Yeah. Um. Now, but speaking of that, speaking of some good news, you mentioned this last week, but uh, Jim Lee's still going strong on the sixty sketches in sixty days. They're and, so uh, gorgeous. They're really nice. They're so good. He did a triptych sketch, which is uh, basically two sketches that form a picture in the background, and it was Huntress on one side and Deathstroke on another. And I think to those got, well, the Huntress got thirteen thousand. I think Deathstroke is still currently open, but it's up to like eleven thousand, of course. But uh, he's, it's they're getting more and more impressive on his end. Uh, Batgirl's up to ten thousand right now, um, and. A few other uh, people have jumped on. Well, we mentioned that last week, too. Uh, and then uh, there was a hashtag going from the 15th till today called Creators for Comics. And so a whole bunch of people jumped in. Uh, Gail Simone was offering up a Skype session with uh, Journey Smollett Bell and Rosie Perez. That ended up going, up, that ended up going for like three grand. Charles Soule was doing like an original Kylo Ren story that ended up going for like fifteen thousand because Woo! because a bunch of Star Wars people got in on it, you know? Yeah, like, like, like the the Twitter version of the Rebel Alliance or whatever. And then uh, Greg Capullo, he had uh, did an awesome Clayface sketch for like five grand. So it'll be interesting to see. I think there ended up being like five hundred twenty auctions. And then it's all going to uh, the Bink Foundation. So yeah, uh, Bink, or, Bink is an amazing, yeah. amazing charity. They've been helping bookstores in general, bookstores in general, for a long time. I've actually known about that organization and been friends with them for a long time. But what's so cool is when they realized that uh, many comic book stores didn't understand that it was for them also because they're considered a bookstore, uh, that they kind of like made this offshoot that they've got going on now. That uh, and then Lion Forge has the Forge Fund that's part of it that's directly involved with that. So there's lots of good resources out there for stores that need it. And uh, yeah. I know that Poor Bink was like inundated. Like when I talked to them last, they were getting like ten more applications an hour or something <laughs> for help. Wow, maybe, yeah. Because the main part of it helps employees directly. So if an employee is having difficulty, like they're out of money, they need medication. Um, they're getting less hours, any of those things. Uh, Bink helps them directly. They actually get 
they write checks directly to employees that don't have anything to do with the store at all. And now they've got this other thing that helps the stores directly. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are out there trying. So it's basically just going to be how long does it take to get things back to normal? But uh, they're at least out there trying to throw up some funds. And I'm sure as this goes on, like I say, there's still. 40 more Jim Lee sketches to go. So <laughs> that's going to be a good chunk of change, too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's see. So we mentioned Batman being pushed back till June. And then, Miss Jen, did you say Tom King's working on a secret project? I know, man. I hate it when he teases stuff like that because I don't know. <laughs> that's really all I got. It's like, dude. Yeah, Tom King is working on. He, I think that's all he teased. Did he give us any more details? Did he? No, uh, I think it's just with uh, Jorge Fornes or Fornes. That's the artist, but no, just a, a surprise book. Well, let, let's guess. Let's throw some crazy things out there. What would he be working on? <laughs> what has he done in the past? Remind me. Uh, Batman. Okay. You're like 81, and but he's working on Batman Catwoman. Um, okay. And. and He's real big about bringing characters to the forefront that always deserved a spot in the sun but never got one. So uh, Mr. Miracle was mm -hmm. the big one from last year. And then uh, Adam Strange, Strange Adventures. I uh, believe issue two is coming out You know, whenever that does. I think it's been delayed a little bit. But issue one had already come out. Uh, for on the Marvel side, he did uh, an amazing Vision series that was oh, awesome, okay. and a lot of that's going to be used in the the WandaVision show. Interesting, All yeah, right. where he basically fabricated almost like a sitcom esque world. Yeah, for Vision okay. Blue. So, I'll uh, let you guys do your your suggestions first, your guesses, and I'll do mine last because I want to see if mine's better than yours, which I think it might be. I Sound good. Yes. Sweet. Oh, All right. Oh, who would I let him loose on in DC Universe? Shoot fire. Um, I would kind of like to see him to tackle Martian Manhunter myself. Mm -hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah but M.M. just had his own run not so long ago, right? So I don't know if that's going to be too soon. Let's do, let's go, we haven't told his origin in a while or gone back and, and maybe he can go back to his home planet of Mars oh, and maybe he'll go. find out something different about himself that he thought was always true, but is not. Interesting. All right. All right. Marky Mark. Um, can I just say like Ace the Bat Hound? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you can. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, but I think uh, actually uh, maybe uh, Booster Gold. Oh, there yeah. you go. Booster Gold will be fun. Troublemaker. Yeah. yeah. So, my, my my guess. This is just throwing it to the winds here. I have no idea how accurate it's going to be. Um, it's a Calendar Man special, but it doesn't have it doesn't have a normal release schedule. It will release with the big holidays. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I like that. It's going to be. Someone should run with that if it's not the thing. <laughs> if it's not, I, I really hope I get a call from DC here tonight and like, hey, you're onto something. Or either that or like, hey, what do you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Calendar special. It's building up almost like a Doomsday Clock type thing where it's building up to, I don't know, some big thing that happens on New Year's. I don't fucking know. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it'd be cool to have something where it's every, it's a character that would be really cool to do. Not a lot of people know anymore about Calendar Man. And it's a good way to tie in cool holidays themed stuff that DC can cash in on because, you know, money. That would be very cool. I was thinking about the reason that they may have pushed the Batman movie back to next October. Um, maybe it is the long Halloween. Maybe. Mm. Oh. It, it was cool. supposed to be a summer release, but you know, because of all this, they had they had to push it back. Yeah. Maybe thematically that will line up. I like the calendar man idea. Thank you. But what if it was like actually like written as a calendar where you had to read it almost like vertically? Mm. Drawn, drawn like that in that style. All right, so you get a it's a thirty six three hundred sixty five panel comic, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, it's it, it flips open like a calendar. It's almost like an, almost like an advent calendar of a comic. And it's like cool. It's January first. The top panel where it tell you the month. We have this really cool setup scene, and then each day, it'd be like, oh cool, it's a second. Let's see what goes on in this panel. Ooh, Batman set a line. And that's <laughs> yeah. you need to go through the entire year, and it's a it's, it's a it's a challenge of uh, you know will and a challenge of self restraint to be like ooh I could you know just open up everything and read everything right now, or I can be like the rest of the, the rest of the viewers and just kind of take this day by day and see what witty one liner does Calendar Man have on the fifth. That's um, my pitch. It, it may te- it may test the patience of the average reader. Yeah, that's true. It may not but. not much not as much as if Marvel were to ever release like a jigsaw driven storyline that was just delivered in an unmade puzzle each month. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> but put that together to get each page. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Sold. But see, that would be awesome during quarantine. Yeah, if you just had to do puzzles to read comics. I think I I've mean, almost you... sold every puzzle in the store now because everyone's like, they'll show up at the door. I'm like, we need a puzzle. We don't care if it's old. Yeah. Uh, pu- puzzle sales I saw went up like 465%. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the producers of puzzles are are uh, sold out and like working really hard to make more, but they're behind in production. Because I guess they just blew off the shelf. There's so... Puzzles are always just there. I guess we took them for granted this whole time. Someone over at Ravensburger Puzzles is like, why are we selling so many? And then they're like, oh, wait. There it is. And I did not have to just look up a puzzle company to get this joke. You're welcome. Um, we also have people like Suns Out and Seaco uh, uh, or Springbok as also puzzle companies. In case you were wondering. That's not the top of my head, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a computer lights up your face. <laughs> I know, right? Like I said, it wasn't a good lie, but it was still a lie. <laughs> uh, but do they make the fancy ones that have, like, the shapes as the puzzle pieces? Those are Oh, so- those are the cool ones. Yeah. Yeah. But those are, like, the handcrafted wooden ones that usually run a few hundred bucks. But, yeah, yeah. puzzles are just... Uh, what Besides puzzles, what... I mean, board games. 
Yeah. Uh, Jarek, have you seen any increase in sales of any board games? Um, I've seen a lot more increase personally, just from my times in the store. There's been a lot more miniatures. Yeah. Um, and it's a great time to do that stuff. Um, but I know before we kind of shut down, before we start doing curbside, uh, there was a huge uptick in multiple board game sales. Like people would come in with, and they'd leave with uh, you know two bags worth of board games they're just they're stocking up on. So I mean it's it's not unreasonable to hear to to say there was a pretty decent uptick in board game sales too. Yeah, I just wonder with some of those board games, doesn't it take like a few hours to read the directions, the instructions? Well, so I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of this stuff nowadays too. You can find a video on like Board Game Geek, and they'll tell you how to play it in twenty minutes. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's something you can sit down, cool, pop it up on my smart TV. Art right, family, sit, and then watch this, and we'll play this. It'll be fun. We'll have fun. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good way to do it. I mean, that's it's that's how honestly my my father and my mother have been learning how to play games. Has been watch it. Like my dad will find a video, they'll they'll watch through it, and like, oh, it's not too bad. And then they'll play through it, and everything will be perfectly fine. And then the rules are just there as you know, reference, honestly. And I've also seen a lot of older people taking up uh, coloring books. Yeah, those are back again. Books for everything: Doctor Who, Golden Girls, whatever. I mean, they've made a coloring book for it. So, I had a Lord of the Rings coloring book for a while. That was fun. Yeah. 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 I went through all the books: Silmarillion, Hobbit. I guess Lord of the Rings trilogy. I guess that was in there. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. Was um, it just coloring a bunch of pictures of people walking all the time? Nah, a little bit. There's like you know key moments, like oh cool, it's a Morgoth fighting you know the giant spider queen. Can't think of her name now. <clears throat> Man, Steve Colbert would be upset with me if I didn't say this because um, yeah. I know him obviously personally. Um, but no, it's cool. I mean, there there's definitely scenes where it's cool. It's the fellowship walking on top of a mountain. I wonder where they got this idea from. Um, but it's just a good color. It's a coloring book. It's a book you can color. Yeah, I prefer activity books. Yeah, like the diehard one you gave for uh, Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, what? So we're about at the end of the hour, Miss Jen. Any uh, final thoughts? Wrapping up. Um, not really. Just like, we'll make it through this, everybody. Try something new tomorrow that you've never tried before that you can actually get access to. All those things that you thought, I'll never have enough time to do that. Try one of those. Don't don't look back on this time that we've had to, that life slowed down and regret not doing something fun that you thought you might want to try. Yeah. Uh, I did a couple of those in the kitchen last week. You cook? Mark actually made food. Yeah, I cook. I'm just saying I had a a couple of like, why not? And then just disasters. Disasters. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Because like right right now you can't get the exact ingredients you want. So you have to like use ingredients that may or may not work. So far they haven't worked. But uh, uh, Jarek, what about you? All right. um, Movie pitch. All right. Yeah. It's relevant. Uh, it's a Constantine film starring, you know, Matt Ryan, because why wouldn't you? Um, only it completely addresses the fact that he is now voiced and or been Constantine in multiple universes. And so it's him dealing with what is and isn't real in this multiverse. 
it gets wild. That's my pitch for you. And then Keanu Reeves walks in. Yeah, then, then, yeah, and then it ends with him. In fact, the um, you know the post credit scene is him once again popping into a new multiverse, and this time it's the Keanu Reeves Constantine the first. I like it. I'm sold. And then they sit down and do a puzzle together. They do, yes. Um, one of those cool 3D ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I I want to either start. This is very specific. Either. The West Wing, which I've never seen, mm. or Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show. Which Neither show? Westworld. Uh, I, I'm caught up on Westworld. Oh, never mind. Watch it again. Well, I might have to watch last night's episode again because it was super confusing. Mm. Just most of the time that show is. Yeah. Well, if you watch Buffy, watch. then you can get to the, the musical episode and do the Once More Worth Feeling thing. Ooh, there you go. What is that? What do people do when they get there? It's a it's an entirely musical episode. Yeah. You can sing along. Oh. It's like the episode of Scrubs where it's all of a musical because they're the one patient who brain processes things that way. Spoilers. Oh. And then conversely, there's an episode where no one can talk too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's an episode of Supernatural that's all musical. Very similar. Yeah, those can go either way. I think it depends yeah. And, and well, it depends on the music. I was not a huge fan of the Flash uh, music, but but it wasn't because of them. They're talented. They were on you know Glee together, but like it just uh, the songs have to be there. And I guess yeah. they have rights to certain songs and all that stuff. But it's just that's just, me just, just watch Galabat instead. Or I could watch uh, Zoe's extraordinary playlist because every episode is a musical. That's true. Galavant's the same thing. Just saying. Oh, I, I saw the whole thing. It was oh, supposed to be season three and it never did. Oh, no. A little upset. A little upset. Yeah, because the uh, the cast was great. It was. It was a good cast. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, you know, audiences. I wonder if that's on uh, Disney Plus. It's either Disney Plus or Hulu. It has to be one of the two. If it's streaming anywhere. I don't if know. It, yeah, I, if it's streaming. I guess it had some some adult content, kind of, but it was all pretty tame. Yeah. I mean, there is the Keely Minogue episode. Was there? Yeah. Well, she was, but she was on the show, right? Yeah, she was on the show, yeah. But then they also did her songs on the show? Yeah, well, no, she 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 sings one of the songs on the show, and it's very you know Keely Minogue, but it's it's good, but it's also like right. okay, Keely, calm down, you're getting a little too old for this. No, never, no, never, queen of queen of whatever she was. Yeah. So, um, but so that means, bottom line, there's still a lot of stuff to do. We all have electricity and streaming services and curbside pickup for stuff and groceries, so uh, we're all right. And then uh, we get. Uh, comics of some sort on the 27th. So yeah, that's good. And then we'll just have to see when the other publishers follow suit. Because oh, uh, I guess it's only DC, right? On the 27th, that's for now. Right. They have comics, okay. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because they obviously have to make that decision in advance. So, um, but yeah, you guys stay safe and uh, stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time on Nerd News Now. <laughs>